Welcome to Fierce Fit Feminine and Other F-Words. I'm Christine Brunelli, and I help women unstuck themselves. Today, we are talking about soft skills. I'm piggybacking on the previous episode. If you missed it, it is What is Your EQ, the previous episode right before this one where we discussed emotional intelligence. Well, emotional intelligence goes hand-in-hand with soft skills in your workplace, in your relationships, and in your family because they all help you relate better to others. With stronger soft skills, you're also in a position where you may get a promotion and a raise. Are you ready to explore? Let's get started. I've always joked that someday I'm going to write a book about funny interview resume stories. You know, I've been an employer for 29 years, so my goodness, a little bit longer than that now. And that means I have looked at hundreds and hundreds of resumes. I've conducted dozens and dozens and dozens of interviews. I've hired many people. Luckily, fortunately, I'm a pretty good judge of character and I have not had to fire very many people. But I will tell you, the interview stories are just flat out hilarious. Some of them are shocking. And a lot of it has to do with emotional intelligence and soft skills. Well, let me just tell you one. Not too long ago, I don't know, four or five years ago, I was interviewing for a hairstylist position in my beauty salon. One of my questions in the interview is, what is your favorite beauty product and why? You would think that would be something someone in the beauty industry would have an answer to. Maybe she liked a certain hairspray or, I don't know, any kind of makeup or lip gloss. It could have been anything. Her response? I'm not really into beauty. (laughs) I'm sitting here looking around my salon and I thought, do you know where you are? You're in a beauty salon. What we do is get women camera ready. This is all beauty. Another one, this one just flat out shocked me and why I say I should never say I've seen it all because every time I say that, something else happens. I had another interview, a same salon, interviewing someone. And when she sat down, we went through all the questions, the traditional interview type of thing. We did not get into the working interview yet. It was just more of a get to know her, see what she's all about. And she said, what position are you hiring for? She applied to a hairstylist position and she asked me what position I was hiring for. And I sat there dumbfounded and thought to myself, I only had one ad running for one position at the time. (laughs) Where did she think she was? And, you know, I, I don't know what was going on with her. I don't know what was going on with the other one who said she wasn't into beauty, but she's applying for a beauty bar position. I have no idea, but I do know this. I would rather hire someone who has strong emotional intelligence and strong soft skills and train them in the talents and skills that they need to provide a service versus hiring someone who is an outstanding whatever it is, but they don't have strong soft skills and they have very low emotional intelligence. I made one mistake of hiring someone who did not have very strong soft skills whatsoever crazy talented, so talented, but trying to work with this person to teach them how to be a coworker, to teach them how to be an employee, how to function in an environment with other people, it was draining and it drained the team. I really wanted to make it work with this person because they were so talented, but 
it isn't always worth it in the end if it sucks the energy out of everyone else they work with, because that can lead to, you know, a disengaged team or a disenfranchised team. It, it changes the morale of a workplace. And I was fighting to keep morale up because, my goodness, look what she can provide. Look what she brings to the table. But then again, look what she doesn't bring. Look where she's lacking. And what she was lacking in, I could not teach. She had grown into adulthood with very poor emotional intelligence and low soft skills. So what are they? Do you even know what soft skills are? These are not things that you would set out and go, I'm going to really work on my XYZ. These are things that come natural to you. You were raised this way, most likely, if you're strong in these, or if you struggle, you did not have a good role model growing up, you didn't have anyone to look up to, and you're kind of figuring it out as you go, and some of them might be strong and some of them you're still working on. And I don't want to put anyone in a box. All of us have a different experience of what shaped us into who we are today, so instead of looking back and casting blame or, or, you know, giving everyone praise because they taught me so well, well, actually where you are right now is a result of all of your decisions. So I want to start with that. We're just going to wipe the slate clean from our past and we're going to self-introspect. We're going to go inside and we're going to say, what about me lines up with this list and where can I improve it? We're not going to think about who, what, why, when, and what brought us to where we are. All we're going to do is put the eye forward, not in the rearview mirror, and we're going to say, I want to improve this. Because when your soft skills are strong, you are, you are showing the world that you're a leader. And actually, that's part of being high in soft skills. So what are soft skills? I'm going to read a bunch of things off, and you're going to go, oh, I have that. Oh, that's easy. But let me just go. Work ethic. Work ethic is a soft skill. It's not something that you can learn on the job. Your employer should not have to teach you work ethic. My kids have crazy strong work ethic. Work ethic is they show up before their shift starts a couple minutes early. They work until the job is done. They work hard. No one has to hold their hand. They have initiative. They work. They don't call in sick all the time. They are reliable. They're dependable. That's a work ethic. They they work, okay? That's just a strong work ethic. I guess the opposite of that would be lazy, right? Or apathetic. I don't care if I go to work or not. That's not my kids. And I use them because I'm so proud of how hard they work. And I don't want them to work themselves and be in the hustle culture, but I do want them to strive to reach their goals and they're doing it. And I'm so proud of them. And I'm proud of you if that's you too. Okay. Listening is a soft skill. Are you a good listener or do you interrupt? Do you cut off or do you not even listen? Are you planning your dinner menu when somebody's going on and on and on? <laughs> and listening is not always easy. I'll, I'm with you. Sometimes you're just like, okay, get to the point already. But if you're very good at the art of conversation, You know how to gently interject and get this person to land the plane because they're talking and talking and talking and they're not landing the plane, right? The art of listening and helping the conversation get to a point where they feel heard, feel understood, and they land the plane, that is a soft skill. Dependability, I already talked about that with work ethic. Are you dependable? I have had employees... For whatever reason, and they have all different reasons, but they're not dependable. 
you know, I just never know when I'm going to get a text from them with one more excuse of why they'll be late or why they can only work a half a day this day or why they can't do this or this or this. How about if it's a friend and they say, I'm going to be there in 45 minutes and you have never once known them to get there in 45 minutes. You couldn't count on them or someone who you, you count on them to like, can you put dinner in the crock pot because I have to work a long day? And they say, yeah, 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 I'll get to it. But on the, on a pattern, not on the every now and then, but in a pattern, they just don't get dinner done. And you come home, they're not dependable. Dependability is a soft skill. Listening is a soft skill. Work ethic is a soft skill. Teamwork is a soft skill. How well someone works with others, plays well in the sandbox, that's a soft skill. Someone with strong soft skills usually also has high EQ or emotional intelligence. And if you missed my previous episode, go back after this one, because this is a short one, go back and listen to it because emotional intelligence and soft skills go right together hand in hand. They fit like gloves. Teamwork is a sign of strong soft skills. If someone can work on a team and they have great listening skills and strong work ethic, that team is going to move forward. They're going to progress. They're going to win. They're going to achieve their goals. That's one. Positivity is another one. Someone who is always like in the dirt, complaining, negative, drab, woe is me, just my luck. That I That is nails on a chalkboard. When I hear somebody say, just my luck, it's a bad habit. And my girl, if that's you, break that habit. It is not just your luck. Don't say that. Spin it positive. Even if you feel it right now, make it a positive. It always used to happen this way, but it's not going to happen like that anymore. That's what you want to say instead. Positivity is huge in soft skills. If you have someone saying, oh, I have one more hour to go at work and you are like doing okay at work and you're right there with them and you have one more hour to go, you don't need to mull over one more hour to go. Make it a good hour. Make it now. Make it the best time you can. Make it productive. Be the best version of you. Why not? What good does negativity bring? All the good of positivity just makes everyone in the room better. Whether it's in a family, whether it's in a work environment, wherever you are, positivity is a strong soft skill. And that's something that if you're a negative Nancy and you you tend to look at all of the things happening to you instead of realizing this keeps happening to me, so I must be needing to learn a lesson here. And you can make a joke of it. I've done that. Like, what am I not learning? I keep doing this same thing all the time, but actually learn from it so you don't stay stuck. Because remember, my whole podcast is about helping you get unstuck. So positivity, get stuck in it. That's where I want you to be stuck. Okay, motivation is another one. Someone who is motivated has great soft skills. Someone who is motivated takes initiative. Someone is motivated might be doing a lot of stuff on the side to make themselves better. Self-improvement, personal development. It doesn't take a lot of prodding and goading to get them going. Motivation can fade. It happens all the time in fitness. It happens, you know, in January when we set these resolutions and now we call them intentions because, you know, we have to change everything. (laughs) But it happens every January and we are all motivated, ready to go. And I'm recording this in the end of February, looking into March. And I'm wondering where all of those people are with their New Year's resolutions and their intentions. It fades. 
but someone with strong, soft skills knows how to keep themselves inspired and motivated. They surround themselves with people, books, podcasts, everything they can to stay motivated. That doesn't mean they have a down day. They can, but they kick themselves in the butt and they get going forward. They're problem solvers. So, so if you're a, a someone with soft skills that are really strong, you see something and you solve the problem versus complaining about the problem. Instead of going, yeah, well, yeah, that stinks. That's That sucks. Can't do anything about it. Someone with strong, soft skills will be solutions-based. And they'll go, well, what if we do this way? What if I try this? What if I try this? And they'll try it every different way until they get the desired result. They're good at conflict resolution and negotiation. This is so important. If you have ever been anywhere where someone is selling you something, right? And the price can be negotiable. If they're really strong and soft skills, they'll get you to pay a little bit more and you'll feel good about it. (laughs) I'm telling you a little sales and marketing secret, but it's true because you trust them. They feel like they're not this cheesy guy or girl trying to just make a buck. They, they build relationship with you and they'll, they'll negotiate. And if there's some kind of, you know, red flag you have with whatever, let's say it's a used car and you see something with the used car that bugs you, that make, makes you hit pause. They, if they're strong and soft skills, are going to notice that they're going to be dialed into you and they're going to say, Hmm, I see that too. Well, what if we do this and they'll work around it. And they'll make you feel like they're giving you a deal because they notice that one thing. Maybe they'll lower the price here, but the price is going to go up somewhere else, right? (laughs) But they're really good at negotiating. And I'm not saying it's manipulative. I'm saying they're validating your problem. They're making you feel seen, heard, understood, and trying to get to a landing place where everyone feels like it's a win-win. Because great negotiators... Everybody feels like it's a win-win. It can be a compromise, but in a compromise, people have to kind of give a little bit, right? When you negotiate a win-win, both, all sides, both sides feel like they got something out of it. Like, this is positive. This is great. I won this. This is perfect. Okay. The next one, time management. Time management's a big one. If someone has strong, soft skills, they are usually working with other people. That means they respect the time of other people. Now, I used to struggle with punctuality. I'm not going to lie about this. I was somebody that, and I I don't know, there's a lot of research about people that procrastinate. I had a problem with procrastination. So when I would procrastinate, let me give you an example. And I I am recovered from this, so I can speak on it now. My mother was someone that you're late if you're not 15 minutes early. And I was the person that I'm on time if I'm 15 minutes late. Not to, not to work. Uh, to work, it was different, but like to a party or something like that. And so, you know, I, I know all sides of it. And I married someone that was a lot like my mom, who was, you're 15 minutes early. That's how you're on time. And, you know, if I'm hosting a party, please don't come 15 minutes early. If I say seven, come at seven. I'll stress out because I'm still getting the stuff ready, <laughs> right? But everybody's different when it comes to that. Where it's not different is in the workplace, especially in the workplace. And punctuality and time management is crucial to be able to work 
within a certain time frame that you've been given. For example, uh, if you have, if you're in my blow dry bar in my beauty salon and you scheduled a one hour service, you don't expect to be there one hour and 30 minutes. Let's say the stylist is running late and you have to wait 15 minutes or 20 minutes before they even take you back. Actually, one of my biggest gripes about United States healthcare is the lack of respect for the time of the patients. Now, that is not a reflection always of the physicians. It's a reflection of the management of like these clinics where you walk in and you think you're going to have to wait. You're right. You, you might have to wait one hour before they even take you back and get your vital signs. And that is not good time management. Soft skills out the window. Now, the physician that you see, the nurse that you see might be fantastic, but the people running that whole show, not so fantastic. And they don't care right? They don't, they're just trying, they just don't, they just, they're trying to get everybody in and out. They care that people are hurting, but they're not going to, to get you through the door any faster. There's nothing they can do about it because whoever is running it is not strong in soft skills. And if I could do one business in the world, <laughs> I could go in and do the front office and time management for hospitals, clinics, doctors, you know, those offices. But when you have big clinics with 150 surgeons or, uh, you know, physicians, those that own it aren't interested. It's just one of those things that I have found being in the medical field, the healthcare field, they're not interested. They're just trying to get everybody done. I personally feel like it should be treated more like a hospitality in the front office, in the front when you check in. I'm going on a tangent here, (laughs) but when you check in, you're sick, something's going on, you have anxiety about your health, whatever the scenario is, it could be a toothache, right? If someone in the front if some if they're running behind could address you and let you know, hey, it's going to be 20 minutes. Can I get you a coffee? Can I get something for you? I'm so sorry. Be apologetic. But if it's a pattern, that office needs help, right? That office needs to do something with how they're scheduling patients. Today, since the pandemic has happened, doctors have exited the healthcare industry in droves. Personally, know a ton of them. A ton. They left. They walked away. They got just fried, burned out, they left. And so the doctors who remained are overbooked. I mean, they're overbooked to the point of this, and I'm really on a tangent, but they're overbooked to the point of seeing patients all day, going home and doing their own billing because there's no person, they're short-staffed and there's nobody doing their billing. So if you are running behind in an office, if you work in an office or you go to one, there can be grace right now, but this is not a new problem. This is an old problem. Well, this is a time management problem. Whoever is running that is not respecting your time. Well, when it comes to punctuality and time management, they go hand in hand as strong, soft skills. And I'm going to pick on myself for the punctuality thing. I realized when I started looking at all my soft skills, the one thing, my biggest glaring thing that I had to work on was trying to be five minutes early. I gave myself a goal. I'm just going to be five minutes early. And if it's a party and it starts at seven, I won't necessarily ring the doorbell at seven, but I'm going to sit in that car in the driveway and I'll wait so that I'm right on time. And I had to take small steps to learn how to do that. If I was meeting a friend for lunch, I wasn't going to be 10 minutes late. I was going to be five minutes early. I wanted to sharpen those skills. I had a problem with procrastination. It wasn't that I didn't respect my friend and her time, but that's how it feels to her. I never wanted to be that person. I didn't want to be known. In fact, in my family, they probably still think of me as the girl that's always late. 
but I'm not anymore. I really, really worked on that probably in the last 10 years, deep work. I had to learn to stop procrastinating. I had to force myself to live by a schedule because I'm a free bird. I build as I go. I don't need all my ducks in a row. I'm not a, a good planner. I am when it comes to business strategy, but my own life, I'm just going as I go, as I go, as I go. And oh my gosh, oh, I lost track of time. It's time for me to go. And I might be 10 minutes late. It took a very long time for me to hone those skills. And I'm proud to say that I fixed it. <laughs> I'm now not so hung up on, you know, all the procrastination. And that was tied into my perfectionism. I had to have everything done. I was to the point where when I was going on vacation, my house, I had to have it meticulously cleaned down to dusting baseboards before I packed my suitcase and left for the airport. I, it was some weird OCD thing. I don't know what it was. All that to say, it reflected in my time management. It, it showed up as procrastination. It showed up as poor time management. It showed up as uh, poor punctuality when I was going anywhere, and so, except for work. I would, I would really have to say that was my glaring big spot where I had to focus. So what's your glaring big spot? Um, what is it? So I'm going to recap it because we have more soft skills. Everything I mentioned so far, you can expound on it. It can get bigger and you can go deeper into it. But we started with work ethic. What is your work ethic? How is it? Are you motivated? Maybe if you have poor work ethic, you just haven't found what you really want to do. But my girl, it's your job to find that. And nobody wants to work with someone who has poor work ethic. It's not fun. Are you motivated? Motivation is a soft skill. Are you dependable? Are you a good listener? Are you a good conversationalist? Are you able to maybe not be an extrovert, but be a good listener and validate the person you're listening to and help them feel seen and heard? Are you positive? Because positivity is a soft skill. How do you work with a team? Teamwork comes with listening and conversation and all of that. But if you're a good team player, you have strong soft skills. Time management and punctuality are also soft skills. And the emotional intelligence, your EQ is definitely part of soft skills. And I'm going to wrap up with this one. The final one I want to talk about is all of these boil down to, are you a good critical thinker? Because if you are, if you have all these soft skills buttoned down and you're able to problem solve, you're a critical thinker, that is going to propel you to leadership. If you have solid work ethic, if you have motivation, if you take initiative, if you're dependable, if you have good time management, um, everything that I just mentioned on the list, and you're a good critical thinker, you're setting yourself up for a position of leadership, whether it's in management or a promotion or something. You are going to be the friend that makes all the decisions in your group. This is where we're going to dinner because y'all can't make a decision. <laughs> You're going to be the mother who runs a tight ship in her home because you can problem solve. You're quick on your feet. Critical thinking is a soft skill. That's not something me as an employer, I shouldn't have to teach an employee how to think on her feet to problem solve. Now, if it's a giant problem like, hey, the plumbing's not working, that's different. But, hey, the plumbing's not working and we're having a flood and a, per a pipe burst, well, does she have a way, does she have towels? Does she have something? Can she turn off the water wherever the source was? Like thinking quick on your feet instead of 
just going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. The person that is a good critical thinker will find a way to stop the hemorrhaging of the water, right? And then find help and try to remedy the situation. So critical thinking is a super duper great soft skill to have. And when you have all of these that I just mentioned, you are definitely leadership material. Now you might be the girl listening going, I don't want to be in leadership. I just want to go do my job and come home. Great. I think that's amazing. The world can't have too many cooks in a kitchen in one kitchen, right? We have all different skill sets. We have all different abilities. And it doesn't mean that everyone wants to be in a leadership position. But if you do, these are the skills that are going to help get you there. Now, the difference between soft skills and hard skills, hard skills, you need training to learn a talent. Hard skills would be like a chef. They learn how to cook or a hairstylist learns how to cut hair, color hair, all of that. That's a hard skill. An accountant learns how to crunch the numbers. They know how to do spreadsheets, balance sheets, uh, profit and loss, all of that stuff. That's a hard skill. Soft skills are everything I just mentioned. If you're strong in one hard skill, you're really good at it, and you balance it with strong soft skills, you're set for success. Wherever you go, you are set up for success. Whether you want to be in leadership or not, you will probably naturally fall into a leadership role, especially if your communication skills are strong and you can work with a team because that's what the employers are looking for with leadership skills. If you can communicate with a team, manage people, be a good listener, respect their time, respect your own time, respect client time, all of that, my girl, you're set up for success. So which one is it for you? Work ethic, dependability, motivation, time management, um, listening, conversation, so many different things that we could work on. Punctuality. I had to sit and look at myself, be really honest with myself, and I did the work. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for being here. One thing about soft skills that I did not mention is humility. People with strong, soft skills are able to say, hey, I don't have it all figured out, but I'll figure it out. And that is where I was when I had to work on my time management, my procrastination and my punctuality. I had to really take a hard look at myself and say, I need to step up in this area. So I hope this episode helped you navel gaze just a little bit so that you know where you can step it up because... It's all about being a better version of you. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit subscribe so that you get notified the next time a new episode is released. And until next time, have a fierce, fit, feminine, and fabulous day.